Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and welcome back to another Wednesday. I hope that you guys are having a phenomenal week as your semesters are wrapping up. Maybe you're finishing up school, you have some finals, you're getting the holiday shopping in, whatever it looks like. I know December is a crazy time, so thank you for tuning in to She's Going Places. And it's important for me to really and truly say that this is the last episode of She's Going Places. For season two. Don't think it's the last episode of She's Going Places. I'm not going anywhere, but this is the last episode for season two. We are wrapping for the season. Season two has been a roller coaster of literally every emotion possible over the last like 14 months. I started season two last October and I just never broke for season three. And so I think now is a really good time. I think it's honestly perfect timing to like wrap up and kind of have this a little bit of a farewell episode because while season two is wrapping a lot of chapters of my life are wrapping I'm about to graduate college when you're listening to this I'm going to be graduating college in like literally like three or four days which is insane to me um I'm going to be moving I'm I'm just going to be a really big transitional period and so I thought this would be a good time to really sit down and like reflect on the last year reflect on my time in college on this like whole past season of life um and just get to like sit down and really share all of that with you guys and um it's like thank you guys so like for one thank you so much for tuning in to she's going places for the last year it has literally been such a joy to get to put out all these episodes and to get to hit record and have you guys care about what's going on in my life and care about what I care about and I just really 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 love you guys and so let's hop into my 2021 recap. I'm just going to like do some highlights because I feel like sometimes we get to the end of our year and we're like, shoot, I made all of these goals or I had all of these expectations for the year and I didn't accomplish any of them or I didn't do anything this year. Sometimes like looking back on an entire year, it gets really overwhelming and you're not thinking to yourself about all the little things that you did. And so in a spirit of romanticizing my life, because I kind of did the same thing, I'm like, well, nothing nothing that big happened this year. I went through my camera roll and looked at all of the months. And so I'm going to give some highlights of all of my months. Remember highlights um, of how I spent 2021 in hopes that you guys will maybe sit down and do the same and like really reflect on how you spent your time this year. It honestly made me, it really made me smile to like think about all the memories that I've made this year and all the things I've gotten to do this year. And so let's just hop into it. Starting at 2021, I set two goals and I talked about it in the podcast episode at the end of 2020. And so if you want to go back and listen to that, you can definitely go back and check it out. But the two things that I said that I wanted to do, because I am a big goal setter, as you guys know, and I felt like coming off of 2020, it would be maybe a little damaging for me to set a big long laundry list of goals because I was like we just kind of need to ease into this next year we need to stop with these crazy expectations that this next year is going to be my best year yet I talked a lot about that in that episode and so I set these two goals and number one was to love people well and number two was to take care of myself and looking back on this year these two goals are it honestly it makes me laugh it's so interesting like I've never really simplified like my New Year's resolutions before like normally I have like 
an entire like poster board of things I want to do and a vision board and like the whole shebang like I do all of it um but for some reason at the end of 2020 I was just I was just kind of feeling simplicity and so it's it's really it's funny for me to look back on and there's definitely some ways that I really won in those two areas and some ways that I definitely took some L's and we're going to kind of just dive into it and talk about it. But first we have January. So in January, and I'll go through these months super, super fast, but in January I got to go to Colorado with my family and it was Hunter's first family vacation. And that was like right after he, we were engaged. So that was super exciting. Um, I got to ask my bridesmaids to be in my wedding in January, which is, you know, something that's so cool that I kind of am like looking over right now because so much time has passed, but that was such a special time to get to do that. And then, I don't know, January felt very college to me. We had a lot of, like, 21st birthdays and parties and hangouts. And, like, looking back on my camera roll of January, I was just smiling because I was like, wow, that was actually such a really great month. And something I've definitely taken for granted that I don't think of, like, top of mind that, like, oh, my gosh, like, I love January. In February, I released the Valentine's Day episode, which if you haven't listened to it, you need to go listen to it. But that Valentine's Day episode was pretty big for She's Going Places because it was like the my first like big episode where I had like literally nine guests on. And so like that was like a huge edit for me. I put a lot of work into that episode, the concept of that, like it was this whole production and y'all just absolutely loved it. So like that episode was the first time that I was putting in hours and hours and hours on an episode because most of the time like I'm a like a good talker like I can just kind of come in here and turn on my microphone and just come and talk to y'all record for 45 minutes edit it and we're talking like three hours total for everything but that one like I spent hours prepping questions it took me three hours to do all the interviews it took me hours upon hours to like edit the episode down like it was a huge project and I was just so proud of it and you guys loved it and so that was just a special moment of February. In February last year, it also snowed. I completely forgot about it, but I love snow, like truly love snow, and I'm from Florida, and that's probably why I love it, but I just was looking back on pictures, and we were just like so happy because there was just snow everywhere in Birmingham, and it wasn't a ton of snow, but it was like enough snow to be like, it's a snow day, and that was just a really happy moment. And then also last February, I got to visit Kenzie in Auburn. We got to, like, meet up and watch her boyfriend play baseball, which was super, super sweet for us to just, like, get some time. It was pretty spontaneous. Like, I just, like, drove to Auburn and, like, met her there. And it was just, like, good for us to get to hang out during the semester because sometimes that's really hard for us to, like, get together because we're so busy. And so that was really special. Um, March, I did JH Outback, which I know I definitely talked about in an episode but there's just something about it. So JH is like there's this it's this place called JH Ranch and it's a ministry. And they do this thing called JH Outback. And I was a coach this year and I got to like go out into like middle of the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, like drove like five hours or something to get there and like Hunter came and a bunch of our friends came and like we were all there together. And it was so much fun to like get out into nature, which it sounds like super like, I don't know, that's like not me at all. But it was just like, I don't know, fun to just like have a weekend where like nothing else mattered and you were just like so fully present. I think one thing I've been really noticing about how I've been spending my time is like I'm not being super present in like all of the moments and I'm getting super caught up on my phone or I'm super caught up in like all these assignments or things I have to do or whatever it may be. And there was just something about JH that was, I was so 
present while I was there. And something interesting to note is that kind of like a big full circle moment, I think, that I'm having like right now while like looking back on the year is while I was at JH Outback, we had been praying for some sort of structure for Hunter and I going into this new season. Like we both didn't know what we were going to do job wise. We didn't know where we were going to move. Like everything was really up in the air at this point. And while I was at JH Outback, I got a call saying that I got this internship that I was like working really, really hard to get. And at the time, the hope was for me to convert to full time. And so I got that call while I was at Outback. And so it was like a huge moment. I just remember like literally sobbing because I was like so excited. It just provided so much clarity. It was the first thing that pointed us towards Dallas. Um, And so it was just like a big moment for Hunter and I. And I can like literally close my eyes and like look back and like think about like the relief that I felt and the excitement that we felt about like feeling like our lives were about to start and like progress. And it's funny to look back on because I'm not going to be working there. Um, and it, I was like holding so tightly to that and it was exactly what I needed in the moment, but like now in December, it's not what I need now. And so I hope that that's an encouragement to y'all that as someone who's able to like, you know how like sometimes you're in like seasons and you're just like, I just literally don't even know how I'm going to get out of this. This is so stressful. I don't know anything. And it's just like, you're like looking for ways that the Lord is moving and I can look now like seven months later and see that like he was specifically moving that weekend to give us clarity it was something that we needed even though it wasn't a permanent solution it was just like a part it was going to be a part of this year and a part of the process um it was really special and so that's kind of cool to reflect on in March we also had semi which was really fun um for those of you don't know there's like semi-formal and formal when you're in a sorority and that was like our first function back from COVID and so that was definitely really fun in April, I got my wedding dress and I went dress shopping with all of my best friends and I just look at those pictures and just get the biggest smile on my face because I know I keep on saying this and it probably sounds like kind of silly, but it's like when I'm looking back on this year, like I can see so many like these like little pieces that like make up such a great year. And it was just so funny to think that like a couple days ago when I was thinking about this episode, I'm like, I really didn't do anything this year, but I definitely did. Um, so dress shopping was literally so much fun. It was very stressful. I don't know if I ever talked about dress shopping (laughs) on the podcast, but I kid you not, I probably tried on like 40 wedding dresses. I was so picky. We went to so many places and literally the dress that I picked was basically the last dress that I tried on and it was heavenly. Like it was like the most amazing experience. Like it was just so exciting to like finally find something because like you guys know like I'm a perfectionist. Like I'm so like I just like couldn't get out of my head. I kept being like there's gonna be something better. There's gonna be something I like better and I was being really picky and so that's just like a fun memory to look back on. Like I couldn't even believe I definitely cried like a baby. Um, In April I also launched stickers for She's Going Places which is just crazy to think that that was that long ago. That literally feels like yesterday. But that was in April, and that was just an exciting time because it was the first time that in my head I was just like, oh, there's, like, people who actually care about this podcast and, like, what I'm doing. Like, they're not just, like, passively following me on Instagram. They're, like, actually invested in the show. And so that was super, super sweet. It was definitely, like, a stressful season, like, figuring out. Like, I learned a lot. Okay, like, we definitely, I made some mistakes. I definitely struggled in this area. But looking back now, I'm able to say, like, I learned so much. I feel so much, like, more prepared to do something like that in the future because of that experience. Um, 
I learned a lot on like more of a business perspective. Like, um, I don't know, just like taking risks and like betting on yourself. Like it was just a, it was a really big learning experience for me, which I'm super grateful for. In May, my brother graduated college, so I got to go out to Texas to see him graduate, and on that same trip, we found an apartment that we loved in Dallas, which was the most exciting experience. Um, I don't know. It was just, like, a wholesome, wholesome trip. It was, like, all of a sudden, Hunter and I were, like, okay, like, we could actually see ourselves, like, living in the city, and I know, like, now that you're listening, you're like, okay, well, they are moving to Dallas. It's just funny to like look at the little pieces along the way of like us figuring out that that's where we were going to move. And so, I don't know. It's just sweet. Like I can look back on pictures and like see how excited we were to be like touring apartments together for the first time and thinking like, holy moly, like there's going to come a point where we're going to like own an apartment and it's going to be ours. And like now in December 2021, we are signed. Like we have a lease at this very place and it's crazy that there is like literally we're going to be handed keys soon can't believe it can't comprehend it it is so strange and then lastly we had a friend's wedding that weekend and that was just sweet because it was the first wedding Hunter ever went to but it was also the first wedding that we went to together and so that was just fun to get to go to a wedding together and like be like oh my gosh like we're literally getting married goodbye <laughs> I don't know it was just funny June was like a big Florida girl vibe uh Sarah and Brooke came to visit if you guys remember that podcast episode so that was just super fun like it I really was had like a romanticized week in Florida and it made me really appreciate home I got to a wedding plan with my mom in person which was super sweet and that was the month that I started my big internship which was very exciting but very stressful in July, I kept working for my internship, but I did it up in Birmingham so I could be with some of my school friends, and then I got to take a trip to Memphis with one of my best friends, Winnie, and I got to go home and spend time with her family, and it was literally just, like, special to, like, get to, like, see a part of, like, her home and her life, and, you know, college is weird. Like, you all just, like, live in this bubble together, and that was just, like, a really sweet memory from my summer. In August, Hunter and I did a lot of wedding stuff. We got to take engagement pictures. We bought our wedding bands, which was just a strange time. And overall, we just got to spend time together, which was really nice because we did long distance through the whole summer, which looking back on, I can't even believe, like, some of the stuff that, like, we, like, got through this year, it, it really has been a crazy year, especially for Hunter and I. Like, on, it has just been a roller coaster of, like, every emotion possible, every experience possible. Like, we've squeezed every juice out of long distance possible. And so, it really has been a crazy year. And then I also started my last semester at Stanford, which, all the weird emotions, all the weird things. In September, I took a trip to Purdue to go visit Hunter over Labor Day weekend, which was happy. Um, and then September was also my birthday month, which just overall was just, it was definitely a really weird part of my year, um, birthday-wise. I was in a really bad place mentally at this time, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Um, and so this is just like my little PSA that it's like, if you feel weird on your birthday, like that's okay. Like birthdays are so weird. I was just talking about this with a friend the other day about like, it's okay to like not be super happy on your birthday because you have crazy expectations. Like birthday anxiety is a real thing. So I don't know who needs to hear that, but that was definitely like a weird spot of my month. But I thought it was, like, worth noting, and I'll, I'll explain it in a second. And then we also had sorority recruitment, which was super fun. It was my last time getting to do that. It's a lot of lasts this year, which has been kind of hard. But 
it was my last time getting to that and I got to be a Rogan and pour into girls and it was just like a sweet cap of my time in Greek life at Stanford. In October, I had my bridal shower, which was literally so amazing. My mom did an amazing job. I went to Disney with a bunch of my best friends, and then we also took another trip out to Texas, got to see Dallas again, more of more good vibes, went back to the apartment that we love, more apartment shopping, more everything. We got to send out our wedding invitations from Dallas, and so it was just a crazy, crazy, crazy experience, but I feel like I keep saying that about every single month, but... I genuinely, this year has been the craziest year of my life. Like, I just can't believe how much has changed and how much is changing so quickly. I was on a walk with a friend today and I was just explaining, like, it's so weird because for the last, like, about 14 months, everyone has been talking about, like, December 2021 to February 2022. And they're like, everything's happening for you. Everything changes. Like, it's going to be, again, I've just been, like, preparing, basically, for these months. And now that we've arrived, I am just... I don't even really know how to like articulate how I feel. So there's that. November was crazy because we had inaugural ball. So at Stanford, we got a new president this past year. And so for his inauguration, they did an inaugural ball, which was a really sweet Stanford memory. I had sorority formal and Hunter got to come in, which was precious. And it was my last sorority formal, you know, lots of last. I feel like every month I'm like, this is my last time doing this. And it's just me coping. Um, I got to go to Nashville for the first time. Hey, this is a first um, for one of my best friend's birthdays. And that was just like a really fun weekend to just like not be stressed about anything. And I got to go home for Thanksgiving. And a highlight was that was my last time saying goodbye. You guys know this to Hunter in our long distance relationship. And now it's December and I'm graduating in a few days. I have all of my last of college, my last classes, my last exams, my last time seeing people. It's big because I'm about to be done with long distance forever. I'm about to move home for a few months. And that's my year. And so I wanted to just give you like a top to bottom recap of my year to like encourage you to A, do the same, to like really evaluate how you spent your time this year, to really think of like awesome memories that you had. Um, but I really want to talk through some like highs and lows because I feel like it's really easy for me to come on here and be like, this year was so amazing. I did this, this, this. I have such a good life. I'm so happy. My life is so good. And the truth is my life is good and I am really blessed and I have a lot of really happy things going on. But like just as many highs, there were lows this year. And so I do want to talk to you about them because I think it's important for us all to like be really realistic and to be really honest about what we go through. I think especially with me in this position where I have this platform and I know you guys come here to like listen to me and get advice from me and hear about my life. I'd be doing y'all like a complete disservice if I like didn't also talk about the lows because that's just setting this like unrealistic standard of perfection, which like in an unhealthy space, I would love to present as perfect, but I'm not. And so I just want to be honest with y'all about a couple of things and so that maybe you'll relate to them. Maybe you had a similar experience this year. Um, so I want to say like technically, like on paper, I peaked. There were so many good things going on this year. I mean, I just like rambled on again and off again. How awesome this year has been. How many fun things I've done. I mean, I'm graduating college. I'm getting married. I'm moving to a new city. Like I'm doing all of the right things, quote, quote, right things. I'm doing all the quote, happy things. I'm doing all of like the peaking things but honestly this year has been the lowest I have ever been mentally I've been 
relatively open about how I've struggled with my mental health this year, but, and a lot of that had to do with, like, birth control and, like, figuring out my hormones and, like, I've just been on, like, a big, more so, like, mental health journey on, like, the latter half of the year, and I think a lot of it has to do with, like, I'm, I'm just feeling every emotion, I'm feeling change, I do love change, but, like, I've just been, I've been really all over the place, if I'm being honest with you guys, and there's been some, like, really good weeks where I'm so happy, and then there's been weeks where I've just, like, have had no motivation, I've been exhausted, I've been burnt out, I haven't wanted to do anything, and that's just, like, so unlike me, but I think it's important to talk about because I know for me, like high school me, if I was listening to this podcast, like hearing someone actually be honest about things being hard would have been really huge for me. Like someone, if there was someone that I was listening to that was like, oh my gosh, I'm a perfectionist. I get all of this done. I'm so put together. And she's like, but also like I do have bad days and I do have lazy days and I do have days where like I, I don't feel like I can do it. And so I don't know. I just really wanted to share that and just be real with you that as much as this year's looked awesome on my Instagram or on this podcast when I come and talk about things, I do try and be really honest, but there's a level of, like, it's my personal life. Like, I can't just record everything and put it out on the internet. Um, I have to protect myself a little bit. But it's been hard, and there's been some really difficult things that I've walked through. I've cried so much this year, which crying is pretty normal for me, but just, there's just been a lot of hard things I've had to learn and hard things I've had to go through and I've still had an amazing life and it's been such an amazing year but I don't know I just feel like it's like good to vocalize and like put out there for y'all but this year I really struggled to be present and kind to myself I think that that was my biggest L which it's funny because my goal of the year was like to take care of myself and in certain areas I did really well at taking care of myself but I just wasn't kind to myself this year. I didn't give myself a lot of grace when I was, like, having a hard time, like, adjusting to new or adjusting to disappointments or adjusting to things not going according to plan. Because when you're in college, there's not many things that can't go according to plan. Like, you're in college and you're taking classes and there's this level of structure that's there for you. But going into post-grad, it's the first time that there's a big amount of change and like things can finally like actually start going wrong and I think I had a really hard time this year like navigating especially in the last few months really navigating what this change is going to look like and as excited as I am for it and believe me I am so excited I'm just like sitting in my sadness a little bit right now because it is my last week of college I promise you I'm very excited but I've just been all over the place and I really was had a really hard time being present this year because I would either be like so upset about still doing long distance and I was just like oh my gosh I just like wish it was over I wish I could do I wish I could be in this next chapter I wish I could do this next thing um so then I wasn't being present in college or then when I'd be doing wedding stuff I'm like I just I'm stressed like I just want to be a college student like it was this weird yo-yo and so I felt like there was maybe some areas where I wasn't super present in like what I was doing in that very moment like I was constantly thinking about what's the next thing that I have to do what's the next problem I have to solve what's the next thing I need to be on top of as opposed to just like breathing and being and so that would be a big encouragement to a me 
for next year or even for y'all is to just like if you're not good at that like to really be super disciplined about being really present and grateful for where you're at and for the season that you're at the season might be weird the season might be not what you expected or even what you wanted but it is what you're in and you can make the most out of it and you can be really present in it and really excited for the day-to-day and I think in terms of being kind to myself I've just I have the most ridiculous expectations and I'm sure y'all struggle with the same thing but even when I can like vocalize that I have hard expectations like internally like it's still like guts me of like the expectation to succeed in every aspect of my life and if and if I'm failing in one area or if I'm not doing my best in one area it almost diminishes my successes in the other and so overall I was not super kind to myself this year. I was not super present this year. I was just, I was kind of like a big ball of stress all year. And that, that I definitely regret. Um, I'm highly critical of myself due to my expectations of myself. And I've really been learning that. And I don't think that that's ever going to be like a, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution to be less critical of myself and blink and boom, I'm there. I'm done. I've fixed it. Um, but I do think it's good to be taking little strides of being less critical and less hard on myself um, and, like, letting go of some expectations that aren't important. Like, I don't – like, it's, like, almost I have to look at myself and be like, you don't get to have high expectations for 20 things. Pick three that you want to have really high expectations for, but then the rest you have to let go. Like, you don't get it all. And so that's definitely something I want to work on in 2022, especially as I'm jumping into work and being married and – there's like a whole new set of like a new genre that I get to be critical of myself for. And so I definitely have to like resist the urge to be overly critical of myself in all of these categories. And like for me personally, I don't think I'll ever be not critical, but I think I need to limit my ability to be critical in certain areas. You know what I mean? So those are my highs and those are my lows of the year. Lots of highs, lots of lows. It's okay to feel things. It's okay to struggle with things. It's okay to share things. It's okay to be really happy about things, sad about things, the whole range of emotions. I just think in general, it's good for you to list out all like the best parts of your year because A, romanticize your life and B, it's good for you to get real with yourself about maybe some things that didn't go great this year. I'm just a really like reflective person and so... Like, exercises like this are always, like, really, really helpful for me. We are going to take a quick break from this week's episode so I can tell you about our sponsor, Stamps.com. If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all that hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It seriously just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. Whether you're selling online or running an office or a side hustle, Stamps.com can save you so much time, money, and stress during the holidays. Going to the post office instead of using Stamps.com is kind of like taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Just going up a couple floors, sure, take the stairs, but waking up to 30 flights a day, you could use a break. If you spend more than a few minutes a week dealing with mail and shipping, Stamps.com is a lifesaver. Save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code 
pod for a special offer that includes four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code POD. Okay, this next section is what I am taking from college. I wanted to create a little list. It's not fully extensive. It's not everything I've taken or learned from college, but I really wanted to share a couple of things that I'm going to be taking with me from my time in college, some things I've learned, some areas I've grown in. Because it's crazy. Like, I started college when I was 17. I think back to my freshman year self, and I was so little. I was so confident, but in the wrong ways. Um, I was so excited, but I was terrified. Um, There were so many things I didn't know that I thought I knew. And it honestly, it just, it's so weird to think about my 17-year-old self in her dorm room moving across the country. Like, it is just crazy to look back on the last three and a half years and think of the ways that I've grown in college. The joke always is, is that, like, a semester in college is like two years of life and it's like you're changing so much semester by semester and you're learning new things and you're growing in certain areas and it's like an expedited like gateway to adulthood and so let's talk through them my first thing I'm taking from college is my big girl degree obviously I'm going to be that's why I went to college I'm going to be graduating with my bachelor's in communications and media which is very exciting so that's like obviously number one most important when I'm getting out of college The next thing I'm taking from college is the confidence that I can move far from home and thrive. So I ended up choosing to go to Stanford University, which is about 12 hours from home. And not a lot of my friends moved far from home. Most people stayed in state. Not a lot of people really branched out. I really didn't know anybody when I came to Stanford, which is not a common experience for Stanford most of the time. You're coming from about two hours away, like our whole high school is coming, like you know a ton of people. And I didn't know anybody, and I can look back at college, and I'm, I'm taking with me like the confidence. Like now, Hunter and I were not scared to say, okay, we're going to move to Dallas, because we already know that we can move far from home, and we can thrive, and we can do it. And I think it was such a big experience for me to have to learn how to problem solve. Like the first time I got sick, my mom couldn't drive in and come pick me up or she couldn't bring me medicine or I couldn't go home and have her take care of me. Like I had to handle it myself or whenever there was any kind of a problem or an issue, like I couldn't run home for my parents to solve my problems. So it really made me grow up. It made me take control of situations. It, it made me more confident. Um, I didn't know that at the time, but I'm definitely taking from college the confidence that I can, like, handle myself and that I'm responsible and that I I can, like, do really well in these situations. The next thing I'm taking from college is perseverance. Uh, At some point freshman year, I decided that I wanted to transfer. I was not super happy here. It was just really hard for me to be here. It was really expensive. I didn't feel like I was getting, I didn't feel like I had like a really great group of friends. I just didn't feel like it, like Sanford was really worth the money at one point, but I persevered and I stayed with it and I ended up deciding to stay and it was the best decision I ever made. I love Sanford. I love the community that I have at Sanford. I think that it's never really a specific school that's necessarily the problem when you're like wanting to leave. It, it's just like freshman year is hard. Sometimes it is and sometimes transferring does help. But for me, it just would have been the same problem. I just would have transferred closer to home. 
and I'm so happy that I didn't because Sanford was so worth it. I just really needed to stick it out even when it was really hard. And so now I know I have a great deal of perseverance. Another thing I'm taking from college is how to live with other people and how to share spaces. Up until I came to college, I had never had to share a room. Um, like I had to share a bathroom with Dylan, but like that was the extent of it. And all of a sudden I went from always having my own space to being crammed into a teeny tiny cement dorm room where I had no privacy. I didn't even have a car up here. Like I was, I physically was never alone, um, which literally would make me crazy. Like I had no space of my own. I had to <clears throat> learn how to handle roommate conflicts about cleaning and dealing with sharing a bathroom with four girls and like just learning how to like share living spaces and to live with other people and like making family here when like your family's far away. And so I feel like that has definitely prepped me for marriage. It's prepped me for living with a boy. I'm definitely taking with me, like, my ability. And, like, now I don't even think about it. Like, I live in an apartment with four girl four other girls, and it's, like, nothing. But it's definitely a learning curve at first. Like, it's a little jarring, I think, for everyone their freshman year where they're like, holy moly, I do not have my own space. This is horrible. And so I've definitely learned a lot about that. Next thing I'm taking from college is how I had to make friends all over again, aka I started over. So coming to college, like I said, I didn't know anybody. And so I basically, and not even basically, like I literally started from scratch. I had no friends here. I knew nobody. Like every friend that I made, every person that I ate lunch with, everyone that I sat with, like I had to meet and make all new friends, which looking back is way crazier to me than it was to 17 year old Taylor I think I just like exuded this like ridiculous level of confidence that I did not need to have at that time which it serves me well while it was happening but looking back I'm like girl you're crazy but like I just I literally started over I knew nobody I had to make all of my friends and I came from like a pretty tight-knit community back at home and gone to the same school since I was like 11 like I knew everyone around me and I had to go where literally no one knew who I was and it meant nothing who I was and I have the confidence and like the assurance that like I can start over in a new city and I do know how to make new friends and like I am friendly and likable and people do want to be my friend and I have things to offer that sounds silly now like as a 21 year old being like I have something to offer people like of course I do but when you're 17 and you're rolling in to like a brand new place you really are evaluating like were people just friends with me at home because they had known me for a long time? Or, like, am I even a good friend? Do people want to be my friend? And so that was just a really cool experience to get to start over. Definitely way crazier now looking back on it. But I, for some reason, didn't think it was that crazy at the time. I'm taking from college a love and appreciation for home and specifically for my family. I had grown up in South Florida literally my entire life. I didn't think it was that cool. Honestly, kind of didn't like it. Like, swore to myself that I would never move back to Florida. And moving to Stanford has made me love Florida and, like, love my home and really value my relationships with my family. You obviously take them for granted when you're living with them and seeing them every single day and doing everything with them. Like, they get under your skin. Like, your siblings bother you. Your parents are pushy. Whatever. Coming to college made me love home, love my home, my family, my base, my people. Like, I just, 
it just really flips out in your head and you realize like how much you do need them. Like I feel like when you're in high school, you're just like, I could like so live on my own. I don't need my parents. They're so obnoxious. They're so annoying. They smother me. My brother's annoying. Like you just think you're like the it stuff. And all of a sudden you get to college and realize you are not it stuff and you need them and like it's good to cry to them and they help you with a lot. Um, and so it definitely made me very grateful for my family and for home. Um, another thing that I am taking from college, I thought this was funny, but it's just honest, um, new insecurities that I've had to work through and continue to work through. Um, <laughs> I, this is like not like a cute one, but I think it's good to include that there were definitely some things that I was not insecure about in high school that I got to college and became insecure about. And that's okay. That's normal. Um, I definitely would not consider myself an insecure person, but there was definitely some things that coming into like a new culture, like a college culture, but be just moving into the South that I found myself like being a little bit more insecure about or even more aware of. Um, but I mean, that's part of growing. That's part of like working on yourself and maturing and like working through those insecurities. Obviously no day is perfect. Um, but I'm obviously, I'm not like plagued by these insecurities. Like I, Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, life-changing, but it is something that I am taking with me from college, which I just thought that was funny because it's real. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, something I'm taking from college is that I made my faith my own. Was it perfect? Absolutely not. Did I live out, like, the perfect Christian life in college? No. Was I at church every single Sunday? No. Did I miss things? 100%. Like, I was not perfect. And my faith is not perfect. But it was one. It became 100% my own. I feel like when you're in middle school and high school and you're living at home, you're going to church with your family because that's what you do. Or if you're going to like Wednesday night service, it's because your parents are dropping you off and it's part of your routine and that's what you do. And then all of a sudden you get to college and like you don't have a routine. You don't have places that you don't need to be. You don't have anyone waking you up and driving you to church. And so every week I had to make the active choice if I was going to get up and make that a priority or I had to choose if I was going to do my quiet time or I had to choose if I was going to go to the worship night and so it was really cool getting to see me a I struggled like I, I really did struggle in college I wasn't as consistent as I wanted to be I was kind of all over the place um I had a really hard time with my faith in college but I worked on it and I invested in it and I poured into it and I got plugged into small groups and community groups and a church that I loved here and, and I was able to make it 100% my own and so I'm leaving here with the confidence that like my faith is my own, like it's a grown up faith, like it's not like I don't, it's not contingent on my parents taking me somewhere, it's not contingent on someone else reminding me to open my Bible, it's 100% me, no, does that mean I open my Bible every single day? spoiler alert I don't but it, it is my own and I have ownership over it which I think is like it's a special transition that you do in college another thing I'm taking from college is a community of people that love me which this could this one could literally just make me cry but all I wanted going into college was really solid girlfriends because I was I had no interest in having guy friends I don't know why I just had no interest in it I left high school craving a community that was 100% for me and that I could be 100% for them and it wasn't just like a taking relationship it was give and take and and I was looking for someone to be to really want to be my friend and to really see me and to really care about me and 
and that hadn't really been an experience that I had in high school. Like, high school friends are so weird. And that's really a big thing I was looking for in a college. Like, I didn't care as much about, like, everyone has, like, their one big thing. My big thing is, like, I want to leave with really great friends. And it's just crazy to think, like, that, that was, like, a prayer that I had as a 17-year-old. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> but it is something that I wanted so badly, and it's something that I've definitely taken for granted. I've found some of the most amazing community here at Sanford and some of the best friends I've ever had in my whole life. And and it, it really is special that those are people and relationships that I'm going to take with me for the rest of my life. Oh, it's crazy. It, it really is. It's ex everything I wanted out of college, and I got it. And that, that is just really special. I don't know. That one just made me sad. Okay, let's move on so I don't cry. Oh, this one's funny. Um, things I'm taking from college. Um, an increased tolerance to caffeine. That is very true. I used to never really drink caffeine in high school, but that has drastically changed since I got to college, and so that that has changed about me. I have taken that. Um, next one is, I am taking a humbled sense of pride, which is so weird to say and so weird to talk about. If you've been listening to She's Going Places for a long time, I have talked about how pride is something I definitely struggle with. And coming into Samford, I was very prideful. Um, I thought I knew everything. I thought I was the greatest gift that had ever walked the earth and not even consciously like I would never have said that to you and I wouldn't like I genuinely like from my heart like if someone asked me that and I said no, I believed it, but I was very prideful and Samford humbled me and humbled me and humbled me and humbled me over and over and over and over again and while it was happening it was horrible like it was literally probably like the worst experience at Samford was getting humbled by Samford and by my time at Samford but I am so grateful that that was an experience I had at Samford and that I'm not leaving the same prideful person that I came into Samford and this is just like a really cool moment for me to reflect because I really haven't thought about it or talk I've never really talked about this with anyone before so y'all are the first but it's just crazy to like look back and like I'm still like a really confident person like I still do struggle with pride but I can genuinely tell you that my heart has been humbled since being at Samford and having many experiences I've been given many no's um many things didn't go my way and the humility of the Lord has placed on my heart that has like worked on my heart and like broken my prideful heart over and over and over again. And it took a lot of no's and it took a lot of humbling because I just wasn't getting it. So like the Lord was like, okay, then you just can't have this either. And you can't have this either. And you can't have this either. And I would just sit there and I was just like, God, why are you doing this? Like, why am I not getting, like, I'm so qualified for these things. Or like, I deserve these things. Or like this friendship is like good for me. Um, but at some point, like, I just, like, I thought to myself, like, all of these things are good things, and I would be good at them. Like, I could do good in this role, or I could do really good in this position, or I would be really great for this internship. Like, I don't understand. And it, it was literally the Lord just being like, until you can literally stop thinking that you are, like, the world's greatest gift, or until you can stop thinking of yourself first, like, I'm gonna have to keep telling you now. 
Like, you need some no's. And no after no after no, my heart got more softened and more softened and more softened until I can now confidently say, like, I wouldn't consider myself an extremely prideful person anymore, which is, it's just weird being able to, like, have, like, a concrete thing saying, like, the Lord worked on this part of my life for the last three and a half years and, like, I can see a difference. It's just crazy. It's really cool. It's very humbling. Um, but that's just like a fun one to share because I am really proud of that. And the last one is I'm taking from college the ability to see things are bigger than myself. I had such a narrow view and I feel like a lot of high schoolers have the same thing where they, I have such a narrow view of life where I would think like everything revolved around me. And once again, not consciously, but subconsciously, like Everything had, like, I would, any issue, I would relate it back to me, how it affected me, what it meant for me, how did that change my day. And it sounds silly because you're just like, Taylor, of course not everything has to do with you. And I would have told you that when I was younger. But, like, now I'm able to, like, empathize for situations and, like, understand, like, some things are just not about me. Or, like, I'm a lot smaller in this world than I ever thought myself out to be, and that's a good thing. And I don't need to be the center of attention for everything and not everything's about me. And there are issues and problems going on that are way bigger than myself. And I think Samford was able to help deflate my worldview a little bit of myself and let me have like the eyes to see that there's a lot more going on in the world. There's a lot more going on in our country. There's a lot more going on in states, communities, universities, online communities. Like there's so much more happening than like what's just relevant to Taylor Cordy and I think that that's like a really big maturing experience that I had in college where I matured in the areas that like I don't know like it just gave me like a sweeter quieter heart it made me so much more mindful of my words and not how I wasn't thinking of how I sounded I was thinking about how I was making other people feel and I think that switch I don't know when it happened. I couldn't tell you like a day or a moment. I just know that in my time in college, like I learned it and I can, I'm understanding empathy. I'm living out empathy. I'm caring about other people in a whole new way. And it's just, it's really cool. That's it. It's just really cool. Especially the last couple things, just seeing how much I've grown, how much I've changed. And so those are the things I'm taking from college. Once again, it's not a fully extensive list. It's not every single thing I'm taking. Like I've learned a lot. I'm taking a lot more. But those are just some of the quick things that I was able to jot down. Um, so if whether you're going into college or you're in college, and I hope that's an encouragement to you that college is going to be crazy. I know people always say college is the best four years of your life and you need to live it up and do all these big things. And so I had huge expectations. And some of those things are not part of the traditional college experience that I've taken from college or other regrets that I have. Absolutely. Definitely regrets. But there are so many things that went so well or maybe not even how I wanted them to go, but how I needed them to go um, that I'm just so grateful for my college experience. Is it the traditional college experience? No, but it's Taylor's college experience and it was perfect for me. And so that's this week's episode. That's what I've learned. That's how 2021 has gone. It has been a crazy year. I'm literally, I'm such an emotional mess. Like if you think of me in the next couple days, please just be praying for me. It's just 
my whole life's about to change. Life's about to change. She's going places about to change. Everything's about to change. And it's all good things. And I'm really excited for them. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast over the last year and a half and for tuning into season two and to all these amazing episodes. Thank you for supporting the show and letting it become what it is. Um, I just love you guys. I'm so, so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for this year. If this is one of your first episodes or if it's your 50th episode and you're not yet, please make sure you go down below and you subscribe to the podcast and leave a review if you've loved any of the episodes in season two. It really does mean the world to me. Um, please be looking out for season three. You need to be subscribed so that you know when season three is coming. You can be following us on Instagram and TikTok at She's Going Places Podcast. I'm sure I'll still be posting a little bit on there during the break. It won't be a long break, I promise. But I'm just going to be getting my life settled and come back with some amazing episodes in the new year. I can't wait to chat with y'all again and check back in. Please don't be a stranger. Please reach out to me on social media. I'm still here. Would still love to chat. I absolutely love you guys. I hope you have an amazing end to 2021 and 2022 is going to be amazing. 2022, let's go places together. Bye.